Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Eagles 360 presented by Xfinity. I'm Molly Sullivan. As Philadelphia prepares for Sunday night football, head coach Doug Peterson let us in on how his team is approaching week two. We focus on the Falcons and 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 we just got to keep doing what we do. And I talked to the team about, you know, just getting getting 1% better today. And, and that's what we got to do. We got to focus on the game. The, the portion of the game plan today in practice starts with the walkthrough coming up. And, and, and quite frankly, just, you know, we made the corrections from the game yesterday. Uh, we, we moved on. We learned from those. Um, and, you know, um, try to figure out ways to, to eliminate that early in football games. And I think, I think having everybody together at one time last week you know it was it was a great atmosphere for our players coaches included um, it was electric I think there was some of that nervous energy you know to start the game and uh, once we settled in though uh, things things were good so um, on the road we got to be able to handle the noise and we just got to start a little bit faster. On Tuesday, defensive tackle Malik Jackson was placed on injured reserve after what Peterson called a significant foot injury. Tim Jernigan is expected to get the start after playing 25 snaps in week one. And with that, on Tuesday, the Eagles signed defensive tackle Akeem Spence. The seven-year vet started all 16 games with the Miami Dolphins last season, and Peterson said he realistically expects Spence to see game action on Sunday. He's a big guy, um, physical. Um, you know, Matt Burke was with him in Miami. Um, he, he can be he can be disruptive. I mean, he he he, he definitely uh, feels the need that we have there at that spot and that that uh, that open spot. Um, he'll give us some really good minutes, you know, uh, as a as a fourth uh, fourth tackle. Um, but uh, we get him out on the field today, get him caught up, see how he moves around and fits in with the scheme. And I mean, I feel like this defense is something that I've been in before, you know, um, playing for Coach Burke down in Miami. So just uh, getting down the, the terminology and everything, just getting comfortable and then being able to uh, go out there and just communicate with the guys that are on the field, on defense and just, you know, and if the coaches feel like I'm, you know, comfortable and uh, up to speed, then, you know, it's go time. Peterson called the Atlanta Falcons a playoff caliber team and a team that is much better than the outcome that they saw at Minnesota opening week. Now, as we mentioned in Tuesday's show, the Eagles are undefeated in their last three matchups, but all of which were in South Philadelphia. Sunday is Atlanta's home opener, and this is a much different team than the one we saw last season. For one, they're healthy. Keanu Neal, who, who we've played against before. I mean, Jones we've played against before. Uh, Grady Jarrett is a you know, he, he's a he's a game wrecker up front. Uh, Vic Beasley can rush the passer. He can bend. He's a lot like, or I should say, Derek Barnett's a lot like like this guy from from speed and athleticism. It's, it's a good true font. You know, being a, a corner that's gonna, you know, match. I mean, it's a solid defense. When you look at them, you know, that's why you can't go off of last last week because we know we know this defense. I mean, it's another good test for us offensively. Um, comes down to execution, um, how well we prepare this week, but uh, this is a this is a playoff caliber team with a playoff caliber defense. You know, they're going to let you take you know things underneath. You know they're going to make you kind of earn it down the field, and um, sometimes you just got to be patient and, and let the the shot plays come to you and, and take what's given. Uh, you know, got to get the run game going as well um, to kind of. Um, tighten their, their coverage up a little bit. So, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're just going to have to play our game and, uh, like I said, take what, take what they give us and be patient. That's the biggest thing, just watching the film. Just got to keep reminding myself to be patient. 
you know, coach is going to call a great game. I, I'd already trust in that and just take what's there, not move the chains. And then, you know, when they, they get aggressive, then we can be aggressive. And so, uh, you know, it's a little, little bit of a chess match and who can who can break first. But, uh, yeah, just got to keep telling myself and telling the whole offense. Just we got to be patient and the shots will come. Doug Peterson explained how Deshaun Jackson has two different gears. First, there's the practice speed clocking in around 16 miles per hour. And then there's the game speed at about 22 miles per hour. When the lights go on, watch out. In fact, Deshaun Jackson was the third fastest player with a football in week one. He's a gamer. Um, he, he's, he's dynamic. He's electric. He loves when the lights come on. Um, and, and that speed is real. And uh, we saw it Sunday. And it's something that we try to, uh, you know, as we get game plan, we put game plans together. It's not always going to be deep threats, deep throws. You know, uh, we just happen to take advantage of, of some some coverage situations Sunday, and um, but he's more than just a deep threat. Falcons head coach Dan Quinn said on his weekly conference call that the Deshaun Jackson Carson Wentz connection is indeed his biggest concern. The league is already on notice, but is anyone really surprised by that development? Take it away, Eleven. I mean, not anymore because I've seen it since he got here. Um, you know, it's one of those things people talk about, you know, he, is he still fast? He's getting up there in age. I've seen it from the jump since he got here. You know, he can roll, and um, it was good to kind of use that speed as, as a weapon for us and uh, get those big plays uh, on Sunday. I think these two guys have really worked on it, not only in practice but after um, throwing those deep, deep balls. Um, and that's really what it, what it, what it comes down to. Um, if they miss in practice, they're going to spend some time afterwards and get get another two or three throws at that at that ball, and and uh, that's something that Carson I think is learning with Deshaun and the and the, and the speed uh, is just just being able to just put the ball up and out there and and let him go get it. Quarterback sneaks. We detailed the Eagles' success in that area on Monday's show. Wentz said, "Hey, I just want to stay on the field first and foremost. As long as we convert, that's the end game." You know one. We, we try to run behind Brandon, you know, the right guard, right side. Uh, he's powerful. He's, he's, he's very, he gets low, which is a key in those situations. And um, there's just such great surge. Kelsey gets low. Isaac gets low. And, and, and if we can get underneath their pad level um, and, and move them off their spots. And then, and then Carson, you know, being strong and powerful and long himself uh, to be able to stretch the ball. I mean, it's just a it, – it, it's as – you know, it's a simple play conceptually, but uh, it sometimes can be very difficult from, from the standpoint of how they uh, want to defend it. But I just think our guys, just a, it's a mindset. They're powerful, and uh, they've done a good job. The key is the big guys up front, honestly, and uh, really, especially the three interior guys with Kelsey and Brooks and Isaac, and um, obviously over the years those have been different guys. But uh, those three, um, and then the surge from from really everybody, um, that makes my job easy. I just got to fall forward. So, uh, coach trusts trust me with that. Coach trusts the O line to get get a surge, no matter what the front is, and uh, we've been able to, to stay on the field on a lot of those. Starting fast, we know that is a point of emphasis for the Eagles, but as we saw with their comeback victory in week one, there's no panic in this organization. You try not to overthink it and just kind of focus in on what, what we do well and, and execute those things early. And like I said, this is going to be a week we're going to have to stay patient. So come out early and just kind of figure out what their what their plan is for us and just get the run game going and stay patient and do, and, uh, do our thing. But um, we, we try not to overthink it and over worry about it. Do you follow the voice of the Eagles on Twitter, Merrill Reese? 
course you do. But in case you missed it, he did mention the sound element of playing in a dome. Here's number 11 and how he will look to get the job done. I think a lot of it is just here in practice, you know, over the next few days, kind of getting that dialed in and um, basically as a, as a quarterback, staying quiet so guys get used to the fact that they can barely hear me and working on hand signals and communication. And um, I think a lot of that is, is happens here in practice. And to some extent, you can only prepare for it so much, and then we just got to go execute on, uh, on Sunday. Thanks for hanging with us here on Eagles 360. We'll see you again on Thursday as we take you inside the locker room.